Hello, I'm Martijn Graat and this is Does Logistics Matter? A podcast on trends and innovations in supply chain and logistics. Answering yes to the question today is Stefan van Doorslaar, Group CEO at Ahlers. On this episode, we talk about secure transportation, cars with Kalashnikovs, and high-tech innovations that keep cargo secure during transport. Please enjoy my conversation with Stefan van Doorslaar. Hi Stefan, welcome to the show. Thanks, um, Martin. Yeah, my, my first question is always, does logistics matter? Yes, because you also want to know why, for sure. Eh? And um, first of all, it's my job, so it's my income. But also when you have some things which are good, you only miss them when they're gone. And I think logistics is the same. You know, people start to notice when things are going wrong. And the disruption with the pandemic or also with the, the Suez Canal, not so long ago, I think a lot of people start to understand the role of logistics. So I think it matters a lot. Yeah, I, I, I get what you mean. It's 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 something that people almost don't realize, and they only and they only realize how important it is when it's not there or when it's not working properly. Correct. Yeah. Um, how how did you get involved in logistics? Yeah, by accident at the end, you know, I have an engineering background and I was working in an engineering job, a very technical job in the petrochemical industry. And I got an, an offer to work in logistics, um, completely different in a warehouse environment. And I liked it a lot. Um, I really, I was not really experienced in logistics, but at the end, you know, it, it's all about logical thinking. You're moving goods from A to B. It can be transport. It can be in the warehouse. And, you know, you look, what is the best way, the efficient way? What is the the most economical way, you know? And I liked it a lot. And I think since 25 years now, I'm working in logistics and I still like it. So so did you start in, uh, did you start in a warehousing environment? Yes, yes. I started in the warehousing environment uh, as more as a project manager starting up new warehouses, um, starting up new projects, looking at optimizations and step by step, I came into a line function like logistics manager in a, in a company. And now I'm working um, also in a company, Alders, which is a logistics company. So we offer logistics services to our customers. Yeah, well, uh, we, we have, uh, we've absolutely had a, a similar start of career. Uh, then I started out as a, uh, as a warehouse engineer. So uh, d- designing and uh, and setting up new warehouses, optimizing processes, it's uh, yeah, it's really what got me started in uh, in logistics. And and still, if I see big buildings with uh, almost no windows, uh, yeah, my heart starts beating faster, and I, and I and I want to look inside and see what's going on. I so, I understand your feeling completely. <laughs> nice. The topic that you wanted to talk about today uh, was transportation, um, which which actually is something uh, your company doesn't supply itself, right? You you don't uh, you don't have any trucks, and you also don't employ drivers, correct? Correct, correct. We are a forwarding company, so we we we, we attract uh, transport companies to do the logistics, to do the transportation. So we manage the flows, and we are in between the customer who needs logistics and the transport, the carriers, companies. Let's say we like challenges. You know, we, um, for example, we started to operate 
in Russia in the 90s, in Uzbekistan, in Kazakhstan, Ukraine. So we are very active in the, the former uh, USSR uh, in this region. Mm-hmm. Uh, not only transportation, but also customs clearance, warehousing, for example. Um, and what we are really good in is, is organizing transport within this region. So it can be from Russia to Kazakhstan or from Europe towards this region where also, of course, there is the customs clearance, which is quite a challenge. Yeah. Eh? Um, so we don't, we still do this for our customers to offer transportation in Western Europe, but it's more as an add-on mm-hmm. to a more complex package, uh, which is linked to CIS. So, uh, so if, if we look at, at transportation, uh, what what developments do you uh, do you what what developments do you see? Yeah, I think there's a big difference between, between Europe and, and CIS. In Europe, you know, you have the big companies, you have a lot of regulations, you have yeah. all all the things going according um, certain standards, you know, and it's quite hard to to differentiate. Um, it's also very digitalized, eh? so you know what's happening. Yeah. So it's more about volumes. It's more about cost, to be uh, honest. Eh? Um, while in on other hand, in Europe, you also have a lot of congestion. So if you know, oh yeah, if you go in Antwerp from the left bank to the right bank, it can take hours, only a few kilometers. Eh? While in 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 countries like like Ukraine or, or Russia, you know the distances are huge. Eh? Um, yeah with less, less congestion, except in the big, big cities. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And still there is much more flexibility in how to arrange, you know, I can give you an example. I think in Europe, as far as I know, if you have a truck coming to your warehouse, you have like two hours free time to load or to unload. And after you to start to pay penalties. Yeah. Yeah. In Russia, it's one to two days free time to load or to unload. So this is completely oh, different. That's huge. Way of working. Yes, yes. And because it's it's hard to plan, you know, you have weather conditions, you have road conditions. So if a truck is driving for 11 days, yeah, you don't know he will arrive in 11 days or it's 10.5 days or 11.5 days. So there is more flexibility. Plus, you have also less the big, big trucking companies. You have a lot of big trucking companies, but still a lot of individual people who buy a second-hand truck from Europe, bring it to Russia and start to operate. So that's a, yeah. a, a big difference. Yeah, it may, yeah. of course, it makes sense that if you drive uh, huge distances, then it's, uh, uh, well, a lot can happen along the way. Um, so it's <clears throat> doesn't that make the, the planning process uh, slightly more difficult as well? Uh, yes, and I think, and that thing, it, it's it's... It's one of the, the the items we are working on is to use data, and, mm-hmm. and I think data. A lot of companies are using data, and and what we are doing is we are tracking the trucks, but not with trackers, eh, because we we don't own the trucks. Even not every truck driver has an, uh, an a smartphone, eh, so sometimes they still use an old phone. So it's not always easy to track the trucks, but you can contact them. Where are you? And what we try to do is to adapt our planning constantly. You know, mm-hmm. every half day you look what's happening. Is the truck arriving in time? Because you need to have the orders ready or you need to have the, the, the people available or our customers. So you have much more work in, 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 in following up and changing your planning accordingly. Yeah, so there's there's a little bit more, uh, how should I say it, the human capital involved because uh, planners actually need to actively contact drivers to see where they are. Um uh, compared Correct. to to Europe, where a lot of the trucks can 
can be followed automatically by GPS tracking or or, or things like that. Is that what you mean? Correct, correct. But and but still, if you look at 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 retail business, um, there you have very strict rules. For example, if you deliver to a, a, a retail uh, company in in Moscow or in Petersburg, there mm-hmm. you also have time slots of one hour to be there. But okay, you come from a regional warehouse, so then the distance is much shorter. Yeah, so there also you have like in Europe, you have the short um, time slots. You need to be in time. If there is delay, you get a penalty. So you yeah. see that a lot of things are in common, but when really with the long distance transport, it's it's quite different. Yes. Okay. Are there are there other differences uh, between uh, between between Europe and, and and Russia and CIS? Like, is uh, there is there a similar is there a similar shortage in in in, uh, in in good personnel, for example, when you look at transportation? That, that problem is not, pretty big in Europe. Yes. Yes, and I think it's it's a huge problem also. Um, in, in this region, but here it's more season driven. You know, you have to call it like the the banana season or the green season in Kazakhstan, but when all the fruits are ready, so you have a lot of shipments out. Yeah. So the, the, there are no trucks available from this region to to Russia, for example. There are a lot of trucks available from Russia to that region. So you have this unbalance, yeah, which is depending on season. You have the winter season with the ice, right? So, so the oh, roads yeah. are so it's more that seasonality while the shortage of drivers and trucks is not as huge as in europe today yeah so that's a bit um and i think also what you have of course is that um what you noticed is that um you have um how can i say it um trucking companies who from belarus for example they are they are working you have polish trucking companies but you have licenses like X number of permits who can drive into Russia, they are limited, mm-hmm. for example. So if this number of licenses are finished, you cannot use this kind of companies anymore. So it's quite a lot of planning um, changes. Uh, and that's also why you see, you know, in Europe, a lot of companies talk about logistics control towers. So they're going to digitalize everything. You know, you have an order from your customer coming in into your system and almost automatically as a forwarder you go into attract a trucking company and a truck you know and you go into link it and everything is automated automated while in 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 this region because all these parameters which are unpredictable uh, you still need a lot of people to manage your flows and your planning yeah so uh, that's what you talked about earlier as well that there's much more manual work for 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 planners to uh, to to find out uh, uh, information um so also th- that region is not one region like the european union is, is one region if you want to drive from from the netherlands to italy it's no problem you just go and there's no no problems um but i guess in in the in the region where you operate uh, in 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 russia and in cis that, that's different there i mean it's th- th- those are strict borders right um partly there is also a customs union and to give okay. an example belarusia russia and kazakhstan is one customs union so there, there are also no borders anymore so you can drive um from russia to kazakhstan without border control yeah? mm-hmm. of course uh, there are still some borders um and if you enter this region, that's, of course, the challenge. If you come from Europe and you enter Russia, you know, and a lot of people are afraid of a customs clearance. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But I think it's not an issue. The only thing is to be prepared. You know, there is a very strict procedure and all the papers should be 
okay, yes. But mm-hmm. if, you all, if you have all the papers in order, there is no issue. Okay, there can be a control, but, but the paper needs to be in order. And sometimes we talk to customers and say, yeah, you know, this point is not correct, or here the name is different from this paper towards this paper. Eh? And okay, they, they know if they don't change it, they will be blocked. So it's just prepare very good, have a good partner, and then also customer clearance goes very smoothly. So I remember an earlier conversation uh, that we had and you were uh, telling me uh, about uh, how sometimes uh, one, uh, the, driver can, uh, the driver and the truck uh, cannot uh, drive on when they, when they cross the border. I'm, I'm... Yeah, that was, it's a bit different is that, um, for example, we are very strong in, in uh, transporting of, of cigarettes. You know, yes. and, and cigarettes, uh, it's almost cash. You know, if you steal a truck with cigarettes, it's like stealing a truck with cash because it's easy to yeah. sell. Yeah, And you need protection. You know, and what is happening, for example, you put a guard in the truck. So he's protecting the cargo and really with the Kalashnikov, he's sitting in the truck. Yeah, But what's happening, wow. if you cross the border, this... Russian guard with his Russian license is not allowed in, in, in Ukraine or is not allowed in Kazakhstan or in other countries to, to operate there. So at the border, you need to change the guard. So the truck driver can still continue, but the guard needs to be changed. So you need to have the other guarding company ready. They change uh, into the truck and then they can continue. Ah, wow. So one armed guard steps out of the truck and then the truck crosses the border and uh, and another armed guard steps in. Yeah, correct, correct. Wow. You know, if I if I drive on the on the highway in uh, in in the European countries, I'm I'm pretty sure that I don't pass any trucks with <laughs> with loaded Kalashnikovs in them. No, and you so. have two two solutions here. Eh? You have or the guard is sitting into the truck. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But we even have videos on YouTube where you see when there is a small van approaching the truck from behind, still opening the truck and taking cargo out while the truck is driving. And know, and when you're sitting in the truck, you don't see this because it's behind the truck, so you don't see this. Um, and also, there is a more expensive solution that a guarding company with a car is following the truck, so they drive behind the truck with an own car, so you can see what's happening. Um, oh. So that, but that's of course a more expensive yeah. solution, and then it's higher protection. But still, um, I don't think you see this often in Europe today. No, no, in- indeed. I mean, obviously there are, you know, with with the s- sensitive cargos, there there there'll be uh, there'll be additional protection. Uh, but uh, yeah, again, automatic rifles. Wow. <laughs> um, so this is uh, so, and, and then and then you think uh, cigarettes, uh, iPhones, uh, laptops, big screen TVs. Is it is it all the the, the really the really high value stuff? Uh, you would expect eh, that that all these high value goods are the one you need to protect. But at the end, you know, uh, if I steal something, um, I want to sell it. Right? Yeah, if I steal a big quantity, you know, and like cigarettes, uh, it's easy to sell on the street or to small shops, I don't know. But an iPhone, you know, I will never buy an iPhone on the street from somebody I don't know. Because first of all, it's a very yeah, unique product. It can be tracked, it can be blocked. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, or television, you know, I will never buy it on the street. So what you noticed that the 
high value goods doesn't always mean theft sensitive. What is theft sensitive is, for example, shampoo. Shampoo is very shampoo. easy to sell. Yes, yes, it's, it's very easy to sell, you know, um, because there is no tracking. It's mm-hmm. still high, quite high value. You know, I don't know if you go to a shop, but it's a few euro for one small bottle of shampoo. So you have a full truck of shampoo. You talk about hundred thousands of euro of wow. cargo. Oh, yeah. You can sell. So it's more these kind of products um, or uh, to shave, you know, these shaving blades, uh, these kind of products, which are very sensitive for theft. Yes, if you, if you think about it like that, yeah, especially, you know, if, if, if you look at uh, razor blades, indeed, I mean, the, they, are, they are really small, but if you look at the price, um, they're, they're, they're really expensive. Oh, right. I, uh, yeah, I, I didn't realize it was with uh, shipments like that as well. This guarding of this shipment, is that, is that always done with, uh, with, with armed personnel? Um, or are there, are there other ways that, 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 that you employ? There are other ways. Um, and also, of course, when are you going to protect the cargo? It depends on the customer because if tomorrow the cargo is stolen, there is insurance and insurance will pay you back. Eh? Mm-hmm. Um, and if you look for cigarettes, um, to come back to that, for there, uh, these companies, the availability of the product is always very important. You know, if you go to a shop yeah. and there are no cigarettes, you're not going to say, I'm going to wait for one day, I come back tomorrow. No, you want the cigarettes now. And so for yeah. these kind of companies, they really don't want any out of stock. And when a truck is stolen, of course, it has an impact that there is no delivery and maybe there's an out of stock situation. Um, this is yeah. maybe less critical for, for shampoo, but still it's critical. Yeah. Um, and how to protect, you know, there are three, as far as my knowledge goes, there are three, three kinds of protection is the guards. Yeah. But still, yeah. in the guard, it's a human factor. You know, if I'm a guard and I get a salary of 1,000 euro per month and there is a guy with a gun saying, open the door, I will not give my life for this 1,000 euro per month. You know, I will open no. the door and just take it and please don't shoot me. Yeah. So there is still a human factor. And also, of course, a human factor can be the weak factor. Yeah. So that, that is, is yeah. one item. Of course, what you see a lot in, in, in Europe is the secure trucks. These special trucks, you know, if they transport money, and you probably already see this in Europe, these special trucks for transporting money. Yeah. You know yeah. that you can do whatever you want. You cannot take it. It's, it's completely secured. And what is the disadvantage, of course? If you don't have enough trucks, you are limited in, in your capacity. If you have 10 trucks and yeah. you need 11, you have an issue. Eh? While guards is more flexible, you can hire them, you know, left and right. Eh? Um, and that's bit about what we came as a company to a third solution. And we start to combine, let's say, the two solutions is that we have a mobile security system, which we put on the truck the moment it's loaded. Yeah? And this mobile mm-hmm. system is activated. Uh, we have a dispatch center. And it's replacing a guard. Eh? So it's monitoring the truck. It's following the truck where it's driving. It's no- noticing, oh, but it's stopping for now two minutes. What's happening? Is there a traffic jam? Is there no traffic jam? We have secured parking. So we can check if the truck driver stops at the right parking. But also when the truck is opened, there is pictures taking, taken. There's an alarm going. Uh, we have microphones so we can hear conversations. We have panic buttons. You know, there's so the system is replacing a guard and even much better as a guard. And mm-hmm. secondly, 
it's flexible because the mobile system, you know, you can take it off the truck again. You can send it wherever you want and use it again. Yeah? So it's combining the both. And for us, it's we really start to use this and we see a lot of yeah opportunities and a lot of enthusiasm towards the system. Hmm. So uh, and and from a uh, from a bad guy perspective, do you make it clear that it's that it's a, that it's a guarded shipment? I mean, if there's a if there's a guy with a Kalashnikov next to the driver, you know, I would I would think I'll maybe you know I'll maybe rob the next truck because I don't want to, you know, I don't want to tangle with a guy with a Kalashnikov. But if it's only the driver in the truck, is there do you is there like a, a sign saying uh, protected shipment or is it just no, 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 you don't see it. Eh? So that's a, that's a very good remark. You don't see it. Eh? Like when there's a guy with a Kalashnikov, probably you will not try to do anything. But of course, these professional, professional yeah, gangs, of course, they, they don't care. Eh? They're well prepared. Uh, for example, what also is happening that all the trucks with sensitive cargo, you will never find anything on internet. Sometimes you see on internet, we're looking for a truck from A to B, you know, these platforms. Eh? Yeah. Um, to find trucks. We will never use this. We're even not allowed because you know, also the, the bad guys are on these platforms. They say, oh, you're going to ship uh, shampoo from A to B, you need a truck. Good to know, you know. So we we don't publish anything. You don't see the trucks are guarded or are protected. Uh -huh. um, so if they want to rob it, they can try, but quite easily we will know what's happening and they will be... Um, we had it in the past that they tried. They opened the door, this alarm is going off and they run away because they were so afraid that they say, yes, uh, it's something happening and they run away. And I'm guessing also that you don't do, do like spot buying. You you really vet the companies before you hire them to transport your goods so that you, so that you really know uh, who's transporting your goods. Yeah, let's say that a secure transportation, I really think uh, to make a little bit of promotion for our company, this, this mobile device is really unique and a differentiator. We see that it's really making a difference, but it's just a part of the complete chain. And like you mm -hmm. said, we're going to uh, see which companies we are using. You know, we're going to verify the companies. We're going to verify the drivers. So does the driver has a loan? Eh? Because the driver has a big loan and still needs to repay, it's a weak point. Eh? So we're going to yeah. check. The moment the truck comes to load, we have these special scanning tools like at the at the airport when you spend when you scan your passport. Oh yeah. The license to see if it's a real it's the license is okay, it's no fake document, it's an authentic document. Um we do data analytics. So the 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 whole supply chain of secure transport starts much before, like I said, with all this analyzing to be sure that we use partners. Yeah, it's about liabilities, it's about insurance, you know, um, how strong is a company we work with. Um, and, and at the end, the, the, the device we use, it's just what makes a difference from the rest. But the whole chain, of course, is secured. So, so and, and, and this device, is this like, uh, you know, could I, could, could I, could I, could you Google, could you Google it and then, and then buy one? We used an, a company. Uh, we developed ourselves some years ago and it was really like a trial and yeah, it worked well. And now we used an, uh, a special uh, IoT company to really look at the device in a next level and let's say next two levels. Yeah, uh, And a device, what we do is that we sell the solution. You don't, you cannot go to a shop 
and buy the device and start using it. Uh, for mm -hmm. us, we, uh, we look at the whole solution because we have an own dispatch center, which are following the trucks, which are know what to do when there is an intervention yeah. needed. Um, so for us, it's a, yeah, it's a part of a total solution. How did this idea come up? Um, I think um, the nice thing about our company, you know, you can have a different approach. And, and for me as CEO, and I'm working 15 years uh, for the company, I always uh, was very close to the customers. I always visit them. I go to see them. I talk to them. I don't like to talk to the director. Okay, it can be interesting to know about the strategy, but I would like to talk to the operational people, you know, what is their challenge. Yeah. Or for example, you know, if you do logistics, you have an, you bring goods from A to B. And A could be your customer and B is a customer of the customer because you yeah. deliver. We go in to talk to B to see what is there, challenge what is there, um, request. So if we make the customer of the customer happy, the customer is also happy. And so we really, yeah. really use this customer intimacy in every way we can use it. And I think this is for me, the most important item for us as a company eh, to, to have this customer intimacy. And the device came again from talking to a customer, you know, and they said, we have theft with, with cards. And like you said, from a money point of view, they didn't care because insurance is paying you back or our yeah. is paying them back, our insurance, you know, but we have out of stock. On the other hand, you know, the secure trucks, it's very, very expensive. You have lack, lack of capacity. And we start to think, okay, maybe we can put something on the truck to help them to see what's happening at the back of the truck. And so step-by-step step we de yeah, developed it together with the customer. Nice. And then it started uh, It started simple and, and you just keep developing the system yep. uh, where, where now you're going into uh, to, uh, to IoT solutions? Yeah, yeah. and now we even, uh, we're going one step further now. Yeah? So now the device is focused on security. Yeah, so really, mm -hmm. yeah, like I said, it takes pictures, hidden microphones, trackers. If the truck is uncoupled from the trailer, there is an uh, alarm going. So it's really all about security. And now we already plan the next release planning, eh, uh, where we, for example, will look at humidity, about temperature, about shock control. So also that you can measure humidity, uh, what was the temperature during the, 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 the transportation, so that it's not only security, but some additional features yeah that's that that's uh, for 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 a lot of products that's interesting as well from a quality control perspective yeah but of course the device will be let's call it too expensive if they only need a temperature control because the device <laughs> yeah. So it's yeah, a yeah then, then you do it then you just put in a temperature sensor no i yeah, <laughs> yeah no i can see that Oh, that's a, that's a, yeah, that sounds like a, like an advanced, uh, actually really cool uh, system, uh, Stefan, uh, with also a lot of like uh, uh, regular operational benefits, like, uh, like the quality control that you know what the temperature in the truck is. Uh, and it, I guess it also uh, lowers the phone bill quite a lot because uh, your planners are no longer calling all these drivers. Uh, with this tracking equipment, uh, your planning should be uh, going more smoothly as well. Um, it's another bill, of course, because the, 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 the truck tracking is via also SIM cards. And, and, uh, <laughs> yeah, that's true. Right. So, uh, but, but no, you're right. It, it makes us, you have a visibility on the truck, you know, when the truck will be uh, arriving. You also use the data because you see, okay, this route we do every week, 10 trucks. You know exactly, okay, what is the average time a truck 
takes on the route, but also you can see the truck is now yep. uh, planned to arrive tomorrow morning at nine o'clock. So you can also inform the customer the truck will arrive at nine o'clock. So it makes your planning much easier. Um, you can start to automate also the planning to get with the customer. So yes, the, the tracking helps us to, uh, let's say, come closer to Europe in, in view of planning and things like that, yes. Yeah, and, and, and especially nowadays, people want information. They're used to finding everything on their phone and, and, uh, and having the, uh, the, that information just in the palm of their hand. Uh, and, and if you have better information, I guess your custom, customers have the, the same better information. So yeah, that, that should be a big uh, improvement as well. I don't agree 100% if it's allowed. Uh, like, you know, if I see in logistics, you know, if I'm in working in a company and I'm taking care of logistics, there are a lot of trucks mm -hmm. going. I don't want the information. I want when something will go wrong or delayed. You know, I don't need to see the 25 trucks which are on the road which are driving around, but I want to know out of 25, which one will be delayed or where is an issue, you know? And of course, it's also information. I agree with you, eh? uh, but I want to see when things, I need to change my planning or when when there is an issue or even uh, yeah, a bottleneck or a disruption, you know? I want to be informed from the exceptions. Eh? Of course, it's also information and I agree with you, of course, eh? but I'm not going to check all the trucks which are on time. No. I, I know logistics managers don't don't look at screens to to follow uh, each and every truck. Uh, so no, no, yeah, for sure. Better information. I mean, uh, they have the information faster, and it's obviously it's the information they want and the information they need, and and not they they don't look at moving dots at a screen. <laughs> they obviously have be better things to do. Yeah. Yeah. So. Um, uh, looking at this uh, uh, technology that Ahlers developed, um, what do you see uh, as, as further technological uh, improvements that, uh, that you might think about? Um, yeah, we have, we have very concrete, you know, is using the data better or having small modification, optimizations or small additions. Eh? But, you know, for example, we were thinking at a certain moment to use drones and, you know, you put a drone on the truck, yeah, and the moment there is something happening, the drone starts flying and you have pictures or video even. So you, yeah. could see, you could see what's happening, you know, and if there is a burglary going on, you can follow it. You can even zoom in and things like that. And probably it will also make them a bit more scared. If suddenly a drone comes above your head, you will say, oh, shit, eh? what's happening here? Eh? Uh, but of course, it's not easy because, again, it's, it's it no. money. Uh, if I'm very practical, if I cross a border with customs, what about the drone? Should I do custom clearance on the drone which is on the truck? Or is it part yeah. of the truck? So, but still, these are some maybe wild ideas today. But maybe in two, three years, we have a podcast where we talk about drones on trucks. You never know. So, um, yeah. and for the rest, I think uh, most important, um, where can we add value for the customer? So maybe we don't know today, but tomorrow I meet a customer, they give a remark and, oh, we have a new idea to develop and it will create value for the customer. At the end, that's what's all about. Well, uh, uh, Stefan, uh, uh, thank you very much for uh, sharing this story. Uh, and uh, we covered a lot from, from, from loaded Kalashnikovs to, uh, to flying drones. It was very interesting. Thank you very much for your time. Thanks a lot. Thank you for listening to Does Logistics Matter? 
For more on trends and innovations in supply chain and logistics, visit our blog at www.logisticsmatter.com. This podcast was produced by Dimitri Fleur. The music is based on a sample by Ruggerman and produced by Michael Spengler. This episode was sponsored by Ahlers. For more than 110 years, Ahlers has been helping clients all over the world. Active in three regions, Europe, CIS and Asia, they provide state-of-the-art logistics and tailor-made solutions. Their services focus on supply chain solutions, warehousing, project and machinery logistics, secure transportation of high-value and or theft-sensitive goods, trade facilitation and after-sales services, and supply chain data analytics. Allers finds the best solutions that fit the customer profile perfectly. They enable customers to stay focused on their core business and manage innovative supply chain solutions which add value. They solve supply chain challenges in complex environments. Find out more at www.allers.com. That's A-H-L-E-R-S.